This is this is the Triple Play Fantasy Basketball Show. I'm your host, Coach James Lewis. That's my co-host over there, Jacob Dunn. How you doing? Oh man, I'm doing good, man. I am ready for week six, ready to tackle this, man. It's been five weeks of NBA gold, and I am just ready to keep it rolling, guys. Absolutely. And um, man, it's it's been a it's been a long week over here for Coach Lewis as I, I I'm making cuts. And I know you and your fantasy team can understand making the the cuts and how it, it gets tough as yeah. uh, in middle school basketball. I, I try to keep 12. And on most of our fantasy teams, we got like 12, 15 guys, uh, depending on how many roster spots that you have. And it's tough, especially when you have the whole pool of the NBA to search for them. So right. our plan is to try to help you out with uh, who to pick up on week six because you want to get ahead of the curve. Uh, there was a pickup this week that had 59% of leagues adding him and few added him on you know Monday morning. Um, you had yourself a good week. Um, we'll talk about maybe if this player, Taylor, Taylor Horton Tucker is a player that, uh, you want to keep or maybe move on for him based on, uh, you know, the King, the King is back. Yep. So we definitely, Le- LeBron James is back and, and we've missed talking about him. So it's week six approaching people. Um, we want to get you hip on the waiver wire pickups, watch list, people to drop our fantasy performances of the week, games played, notable injuries. Let's get right into it. Our waiver wire discussion and uh, the man of the hour, the people that you got to keep your eyes on and, and maybe click um, to pick up, make it maybe make a tough drop. Salen Horton Tucker, uh, Jacob, I'm going to send it your way. Um, what a week this young man had. And uh, <laughs> you definitely benefited if you picked him up. Absolutely, guys. Talon Horton Tucker is a talent. He is probably the youngest dude on this la lakers team the lakers are starving for youth all right there's a bunch there 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 are a bunch of vets on that Mm -hmm. team lbj carmelo rondo uh list goes on and on westbrook i mean lakers need this guy now i know that last night or or on friday night he had somewhat somewhat of a dud game he only had two points two rebounds and three assists all right but he played 27 minutes and he started All right, so I'm going to give him a pass just because he doesn't know yet how to play with LBJ, the king. All right, so give him a pass if you have him and just see if he can grow that chemistry with LBJ because he is a serious talent and the Lakers need him. And we all know that LBJ, you know, he's getting up there in age. He's not going to play every single game. So Taylor Horton Tucker is a guy that I want on the end of all my benches. And just for those games to figure out how to play with LeBron. And when LeBron has to miss a game or two or three, you know, he's going to go off. So I definitely want that talent on my bench. And they paid him 30 million in the off season. Um, And so they, they definitely, and and he was definitely getting eyes from the rest of the NBA uh, Mm -hmm. with his versatility, um, his length, um, it's well stated that his his wingspan is like seven three. Right. Um, it's it, it, he has defensive uh, potential. He has flexibility in which he can be in a lot of different multiple lineups. 
Um, he does. I, I'm glad that you pointed this out. He does have to figure out how to play with LeBron James because he got much of, of his NBA bump last season when LeBron James did go out. Right. Uh, so he's still figuring out the first game. The King comes back. He has he has two. He's trying to fill out the, the motions. But, mm-hmm. you know, the three games prior and this is to start his season. Um, I mean, he's going crazy. We see here against Milwaukee had 25 points, 12 rebounds, three assists, three three pointers made three stocks like he does. He does a little bit of everything, and then the mm-hmm. game before that, he had 28 points on four threes made, six rebounds, two dimes, another steal in there. So uh, he has potential to fill it up all around. Uh, he's not shooting a great percentage just yet at 44%, but this is small sample size. He is shooting guard, small forward, flexibility, and just because he had a two-point dud, uh, if somebody dropped him, go scoop him up. Yes. Um, pick him up. Use your, your actual waiver because – I know we say waiver wires and and everything like that, but we we're basically talking about free agents and right. uh, the waiver. Yeah, you gotta you know put your name in the hat and hopefully no one else uh, clicks yes. Um, we're moving on. Rudy Gay made his season debut yesterday, and mm-hmm. uh, in 18 minutes, the the guy had 20 points, five oh rebounds, God. two assists, uh, seven of eight from the field. He had five threes versus Toronto. Um, it, you saw that he is 10% rostered and um, that is 8% from yesterday. Uh, Rudy Gay, I like this uh, sneaky pickup in the offseason. I thought it was solid for Utah. I liked Whiteside. I liked mm-hmm. him. I think that their bench definitely uh, suffered a lot in the playoffs and they needed to get deeper and they needed vets and guys that can win. So I loved uh, the Rudy Gay pickup. Um, he's somebody that, you know, take a gamble and pick him up to start if it doesn't work you know drop them but you hate to be the person that you know like last week you're like oh let me see uh thalen horde tucker play two games maybe because he had 17 the first game and then boom he goes off for 28 and then 25 next game so you don't want to get uh lost in the dust as far as that's concerned that's right guys be ahead of the curve all right add rudy gay because 18 minutes and 20 points i mean i mean that 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 is incredible and for this utah jazz team they need some more scoring off the bench you know like jordan clarkson is carrying that load he's carrying the bench on his back but rudy gay you know like you said coach he he's been you know rudy gay is is a very consistent fantasy contributor you know Mm -hmm. across the board um you know and he had a near perfect night in his debut going seven for eight. Uh, so I'm definitely looking to add gay, especially in 12 plus team leagues. All right. You can do worse than to add him on the end of your bench just to see if he can keep this going. And he is available in 90% of Yahoo league. So he is out there guys. So why don't you do your bench death a favor and add gay? Yeah. And he's a small four power four eligible. Of course yep. we like flexibility in our positions. Um, my main guy, honestly, um, to add, especially for the week, uh, this is not uh, a season long pickup, but my guys, it's Kevin Love. Uh, he's power mm-hmm. forward, center, center eligible. Lori uh, Markinen is still not back. Uh, Jared Allen nope. is dealing with an illness. Evan Mobley is out for two to four weeks. Thus, um, Kevin Love gives you production. Uh, you know, he's how outstanding of a rebounder he has been his entire career but even still now and even in short minutes he'll produce you there he gives you threes um he can drop some dimes uh against golden state he had 17 points seven rebounds two assists four three-pointers made 
He's 43% rostered, and that's a 14% uptick this week. I think he's a great pickup for the week of six. And, you know, you can move on um, after people come back. But right now, he should be rostered in um, 12-team formats category style. I have a bit of mixed feelings on Kevin Love. You know, over the past three seasons, the longest consecutive game streak delivered by Love was 19 contests. So it's really hard to... So it's really hard for him to find consistency in the NBA as of the last three years. You know, he seems to always be dealing with an injury or it seems like it seems like the Cleveland. The the Cavaliers don't really want to play him big minutes. Maybe they know that his body can't handle it or perhaps that's just not him anymore. But like you said, coach, I mean, he can, uh, you know, even even in limited minutes you know in 20 to 22 minutes he can he can rack up those boards all right and those threes which is you know if you need points boards and threes then he is your guy especially with Markinen, there is no true return date because kevin love was just on the covid list as well and he missed eight contests uh due to that due to the protocols so you know he played he played 21 minutes in his debut back and he almost double doubled, uh, you know, eleven points, nine rebounds, two assists uh, against the Nets. So that's kind of what you can expect, you know, like ten to twelve points, ten rebounds. Like he's going to give you those double doubles as long as he's getting twenty plus minutes, which is probably where he will hover around twenty to twenty two minutes on this Cleveland Cavs team. And even even when Markinen comes back, Love should get twenty minutes, which is solid because you can do a lot worse than someone like Kevin Love at the end of your bench. Uh, I know he's 43% rostered. Uh, so if he can have a big game, I'm almost suggesting that you sell high on him because I can't count on Kevin Love every game and I need every game production from him. Uh, so, you know, I'm kind of I'm kind of on the fence with this ad, but if you have him, I would look to sell high. Yeah, I just don't think that he just has the intrigue for other people to yeah. want him anymore. The word is out. I mean, he, he's definitely injury prone. He's not somebody that you have a solid rock or foundation in like he he has in the past. I say he's a Sunday pickup for me because he plays Monday. He plays Wednesday and you can move on from him after that. But he's going to definitely produce and you could squeeze out some categories in those first two games. Steady Osmond also is dealing with some back issues. Cleveland is just getting decimated by injuries. We find out that Colin Sexton did elect for the surgery and now he is out for the season. So, um, you know, Ricky Rubio uh, owners are, are happy. Darius Garland. And it's funny because they actually were starting off with a winning uh, a winning team and right. it's kind of unfortunate um evan mobley brought that winning culture uh another guy to pick up um and um, to me this is a, this is almost like a, like a sneaky good get because he's starting for the sacramento mm-hmm. kings um he was an undrafted uh a rookie that can hit the three ball and that's meadow so uh he's 30 percent rostered and that's 28 percent this last week he's averaging uh, 10 points, nine rebounds in, on the last week. He gets over a three, one steal, one block. He's had double digits and at least two threes, uh, one block in four of the last five games. That's a, that's a solid uh, sample mm-hmm. size. Uh, 16 points, 10 rebounds, two threes, one steal, one block against Detroit on November 15. Uh, 
Marvin Bagley's getting a couple minutes here and there. I think they're just trying to um, showcase him a little bit so that it, they can they can tr- ultimately trade him. But the fact right. that uh, he is in the starting rotation, and the fact that he can stretch a little bit, uh, you know, Luke Walton uh, plays around with these lineups, but some but when someone's starting in the NBA and getting you, you know, basically a double double and hitting a three and and some and has defensive uh, possibility, uh, he's a guy that nobody really knows about, and you could sneak him. Um, on the bottom of that 12 team, uh, category league, uh, Yahoo style. So, uh, definitely Meadow is, is the guy at the top of my list as far as uh, the unknowns, right? Right, right. I just figured out how to say his first name, and it's cool. Ch- it is, it is Chimezi Chimezi Meadow. All right, and it's actually his third year in the NBA. Did you know that? He no. didn't he I know didn't that he was much. playing for the Nigerian national team. Okay. He played for USC. Um, yeah. But I kind of like, he was kind of almost a forgotten uh, guy on my oh, radar, yeah. radar. Yeah. So he was drafted by the San, San Antonio Spurs in the second round uh, in the 2000. He wasn't on draft. So he was drafted. See, that's why I'm saying he's unknown, even to Coach Lewis, who, who takes pride in knowing every single player in this NBA. No, I mean, I had never heard of him. Like, I only heard of him because a fan was messaging me some questions and saying like, what do we do about Medu? I was like, who? you know, like I didn't know either. Uh, so, you know, like the Kings, the Kings like started him out of nowhere. All right. A six foot nine, um, sort of like an undersized center, but that's the way that the NBA is moving nowadays. Like the centers are now six foot eight, six foot nine, uh, you know? Um, and like you said, he's been starting over the past four games. And in those uh, in those four games, he is averaging 11 points, uh, eight rebounds, almost almost a steal and a block and a three. Like he's almost averaging a triple one, which is extremely rare. <laughs> all right. He's averaging 1.8 threes, 0.8 steals, one block. All right. And he's been playing 26 to 28 minutes per game. All right. That's gold. All right. He may not be extremely, extremely consistent. Uh, just because he's feeling out the NBA, he's on, he's, he's only 24 years old, but add this guy because triple one stats hard, hard, hard to find. All right. And he is, he is, he, he is available in 70% of leagues and starters are hard to find too. So add, add Medu wherever you can, especially in nine cat leagues. Uh, and we like talking about safe floor guys and, um, uh, yep. the bit. And PJ Tucker, yeah, he's been benefiting off of um, player injuries, notably uh, Jimmy Butler in his last week. But he averaged 12 points, six, six and a half uh, rebounds, giving you over two threes and a steal. Uh, he's a safe uh, floor gentleman uh, to, to to roster. That's not going to give you um, complete duds as he would. He was kind of in the playoffs last year, but um, he f- fits the Heat culture. I think this is a wonderful pickup for them. I think the Heat are a legitimate threat in the Eastern Conference, um, yes. and it has to do uh, with him, Kyle Lowry, with uh, you know Tyler Heroes just uprise. Uh, but PJ Tucker. Much like a maybe a, like a Pat Beverly, uh, safe floor guy, mm-hmm. like a, a Monte Morris, a safe floor guy that is probably yeah. sitting there in the free agents. And right now he's only rostered in eighteen percent, so that's eighty-two percent leagues that you can go and get him. Um, if you're, you know, you maybe you're in a bind with some of these these new fresh injuries, and you just kind of 
need some guys to hold over until until your guy comes back. And uh, PJ Tucker is one of those um, guys. PJ Tucker was such a good addition to that Miami Heat team. You know, like you said, he's been benefiting off of those uh, injuries, but he is in the perfect place too produce for you because he started the last 16 games and in in those 16 games he's averaging seven points it's not great but what else is he doing he is averaging over six boards almost two assists 0.6 steals 1.2 threes and he's shooting 54 percent from the field so like you said he's a very safe floor he he is a very safe floor guy who can pop off every now and then. You know, like P.J. Tucker is very similar to a Royce O'Neal. Very, you know, like somewhat, somewhat mm-hmm. sort of sort of boring, but he doesn't hurt you in any one category because he's, he's just averaging one turnover per game, all right? So he's not going to hurt you. He's only going to help you. you Finney know? Smith is another guy that comes to mind and that people that aren't going to hurt you that you know that's going to play as well for Dallas. Who is that player? Uh, Finney Smith. Right. Right, right, right. Those guys who give you the good field goal percentage, who just chip in across the board with low turnovers. I love those guys. And P.J. Tucker definitely fits that bill. Now let's talk about some people that we have on our watch list. Um, yes. One guy in particular is uh, somebody that I rave about. Um, Yahoo probably needs to flick, fix his position eligibility at listing him as a small forward as he plays big. He plays powerful. Right. He plays the center position. He's not – Strictly a, a small forward, especially in, in today's NBA. Um, he has the size and strength to guard a bigger people. I've loved his game ever since IMG won the national championship. And I just, he was one of those stalwarts on that team. Of course, they had Armando Baker, they had yep. uh, Noah Farrakhan, they got Josh Green, who still can't get on the court for Dallas. But uh, he mm-hmm. was, he was, he's the guy. Um, He's 12% uptick last week. He's getting you boards, uh, and he has defensive potential. Uh, somebody to to really watch that nobody nobody knows about. It. And he's another Thunder guy. So fantasy basketball owners, you know, like you can find some gold in, in the Thunder home. We told you to pick up Lou Dort last week, and he's yep. had 20 points in four of the last five contests. So uh, Jeremy, Jeremiah Robinson Earl, if he's getting like five more minutes, he's almost a month. I know he's a double-double guy. And he's almost a must rosterable um, candidate if he does get a little bit more uptick in his yeah. minutes. And uh, a big question mark was uh, his his three ball shooting. Uh, if you leave him open, he can make him. But you know, one point three that's you know that's serviceable um, yeah. for a big. Yeah, man, I like him a lot. I know he was, uh, you know, he had he had a fantastic career uh, at IMG, but then he was also uh, he was twenty twenty one Big East Player of the Year as a mm-hmm. sophomore. All right. So yeah, 15 and seven and a half. And I think if he yeah. comes back to school, I think Villanova's cutting down the nest this year. Like he's like that one missing piece. That team yeah. is still damn good, but right. Yeah, love hey man, if you are, you know, a first round, early, second round projected pick, I would come out too. All right. You know, and he was picked with the 32nd pick to the New York Knicks. Uh, and then he winded up on the Thunder. Uh, but man, he's uh he's been doing well. All right. I really like him. And Anyone who is starting and any team who invested high draft capital who is already starting needs to be on your radar and needs to be on your team. All right. I'm not too excited about him in points leagues, but in nine cat leagues, I mean, look at that over eight points, six boards, 1.3 assists, 1.3 th- 
threes, 1.3 steals, over 40% field goal shooting. I really like that. You know that the Thunder are going to give him lots of run in between 25 and 30 minutes a game. So, uh, you know, especially all of all all of you dynasty managers, if he's not if he is not rostered in your league, pick him up right now. Perhaps you can trade uh you can buy low on him because he didn't have a great game last night against the um, or on Friday night against the Bucks. Uh, I think he had seven points. He had a three, but he also had two steals. Like it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great. But he was facing the Bucks. He was facing Giannis. So that's a tough matchup. If you can somehow buy him low in dynasty leagues or just pick him up in your redraft leagues, especially in nine cat, he can be very useful for you. Other guys I'm watching, and I'm going to swing back to you after I, I throw out my guy. Uh, somebody I'm watching is uh, Killian Hayes. Uh, yeah. On November 13 against uh, Toronto, he exploded for 13 points, seven rebounds, and 10 assists. He's averaging 5'5 five, five, and 5 on the season. Uh, he's still only in his second year. I don't think he's 21 yet. Uh, he, nope. He's figuring out the game. Uh, yeah, he's a, he's, he's a walking turnover. But he's, he's he gets a lot of steals as well, and he can he can block people. He's got defensive yeah. potential. Um, there's a reason why people were raving about him last season coming into the draft, as far as being you know a foreign guard that could evolve over time. So he's a guy that I got an eye on, especially when anybody plays on a bad team. Uh, I'm keeping an eye on. But you know, five five and five. Uh, if if he just improves steadily yeah. across the season, by the end of the season, he's a guy that um, you could look at. Um, who's other guys on your watch list? Because I know you threw some names to me in, um, in, in some of our text exchanges. Yeah, so I really like that Killian Hayes pick. Uh, you know, it's hard to find it's hard to find starters to roster in your fantasy league. And he does give you that safe floor, but also he can disappear at any time. But I do like that 5-5-5. Five, five, five. Uh, you know, like that's that's solid. A guy I'm putting on my watch list is Jonathan Kaminga, rookie. Rookie guys mm. for the for the Golden State Warriors. I know it's hard, uh, you know, just because he's not he's he's not getting consistent minutes right now. But Steve Kerr is trusting him, uh, you know, like to play, you know, fifteen minutes and then nine minutes, eighteen minutes, six minutes, and then twelve minutes. Like his minutes are fluctuating, but they are up from the beginning of the season when he came back he played six minutes one minute seven minutes one minute so his minutes are slowly rising uh so he's definitely someone to put on your watch list because this is a guy who can rack it up across the board you know in limited minutes steals blocks threes uh you know he's not he's not the greatest shooter but don't forget this guy was was argued to be the number one pick before Last season, you know, he went to the G League. He didn't go to college. He went to G League. His field goal percentage was well. And awful. he rec- he reclassed. He was number one player in his in his in his class. He moved right. up the class, and then guess what? We're playing with grown men, and he still averaged sixteen over there in the G League. Oh, yeah. Right. So he has potential. Oh. I, I like him kind of playing that Andrew uh, Wiggins role, where when he's off the ball, he's a he's a good slasher. He's athletic. He will boom on your head yes. a little bit. And I think like watching a player like Andrew Wiggins is helping, you know, shape him a little bit. And then the confidence in the coach, like you said, uh, Steve Kerr is it's another reason that you, you should have an eye. And anytime you have a a young kid, a, a rookie that has a, like a high high ceiling as far as his potential is concerned is yeah. somebody that you always got to watch Uh guy yes. that was uh impressive his rookie year uh, for the Grizzlies, Brandon Clark. He seemed to fall out, yep. fall out of the rotation. 
but he's had some some moments uh, recently in the past couple of weeks uh, for you to kind of watch him as well because he can really board, he can really rebound well when he gets minutes. Yes, yes, yes. He 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 is a guy who fell out of favor in Memphis earlier in the season, and he was dropped everywhere. I I believe he's only six percent rostered in yahoo but as of the last two games he is averaging 13 points uh one steal one and a half blocks two assists four rebounds like he can rack it up in limited time and that's only in 16 minutes all right so he's one of those guys that you need to watch and you can stream in favorable matchups um as well if anything happens to jaron jackson uh you know, or Steven Adams, he's the next man up and he will automatically be vaulted to top 75 because he can produce across the board with high field goal percentage. So definitely keep an eye on Brandon Clark. Absolutely. But with every pickup comes a drop. Yep. <laughs> Our main drop guys, uh, one that I did drop, one that I'm I'm holding on to just because he, he's, a, he's a savvy vet. A uh, guy that I finally mm. let go this week is Chris Duarte, who at the beginning of the season was averaging, you know, 17, 18 a game. He was yeah. shooting like 16, 17 a game. Like they had they had injuries. Levert wasn't there yet. And so he, he right. his usage rate was a lot higher. Um, he's averaging 14, 4, 2. Like he's got a really good, you know, floor. He's still hitting two a game. I'm not saying that he's a bum or he's better no. than some of these waiver pickups that we were mentioning earlier. But you know, I had I had injuries. I had, you know, Jimmy on the IL. I had um, I had who, <laughs> someone else on the IL that just oh LeBron James. Yep. LeBron James just came back. So I got LeBron mm-hmm. James in and I had to cut Chris Duarte. Uh, it's just something that I, I've moved on from. And maybe that was a candidate that you should have sold high on. Yes. Somebody that maybe is, is somebody you could catch somebody selling low on is Karis Levert. He's this guy that's averaged 21, five and five last mm-hmm. year. And this year he's shooting 39% from the field. It it's it it's gonna go up. So Karis Levert is somebody that I would cut target on a um on a trade list. Um if if I'm you, I'm not saying that he's a must, he's a must must winning guy, but I think that he's a guy that you could, you know, maybe sneak in mm-hmm. Dylan Dylan Brooks. I would trade Dylan Brooks for Karis Levert all day. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this drop hurts just because, like you said, Chris Duarte was killing it at the beginning of the season. And I was asked by a few people, should should I sell high? And I said 100%. Karis LeBert's mm-hmm. not there. He's nearing a return. And TJ Warren is nearing a return as well. He should return late December. So, like, Duarte should keep starting until TJ Warren comes back. And who knows if TJ Warren is even going to get that starting role because the Pacers did invest the 13th pick on him in the first round and he's 24 years old so they knew that he was an older prospect so Duarte is still going to hit 24 to 30 minutes for at least the next two months so he could have some fluctuating games where he produces but overall especially especially in points leagues you can drop him and then in and then in shallow nine cat leagues like a 10 team league or even a 12 team league um, if you're desperate I would definitely drop him as well uh, another guy that is on the radar as far as dropping, or maybe just selling, selling high on, uh, it's Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo yeah. Anthony at the beginning of the season was second in the league in three pointers made. That's now at two point eight a game, which is nothing to sniff at. That's really solid. That's right. uh, his field goal percentage is forty seven percent, but we have seen his numbers go down a little bit. Uh, he was averaging a block and a steal. It's now down to point eight, point eight, uh, and I could see that 
you know, continuing to lower because he's just not um, the same athlete that he used yeah. to be. He's averaging 15, four, one assist. These, I mean, these numbers are similar to Chris Duarte and he's mm-hmm. 74% rostered though, because his name is Carmelo Anthony. Taylor Horton Tucker just came back and he's playing heavy minutes. I'm not saying he's falling out of the rotation anytime soon. He's going to give you games <laughs> where he's having 25, but he's also going to have games where it's, it's six and he might not play as yeah. much because they're going to there as the season progresses. They don't want him playing as heavy minutes as he's been playing this entire season because they want to save him for when it really matters when they're right. trying to cut down the nets. So uh, right. Carmelo Anthony is somebody I would sell high on or I'd even consider dropping him. I have him on my team. I decided yeah. on Duarte over him, but it was I was, you know, I was going back and forth on it. Yeah, man, 37 years old and, you know, the emergence of Taylor Horton Tucker and the return of the King. Yeah, he's definitely droppable. Do you have anybody else in mind as far as drops are concerned before I get to our injuries in our gameplay? We actually hit up on all the people that I would definitely drop, you know, like there's, you know, I'm sure there's like a lot, a lot of names, but those are the big names that I would consider dropping. All right. Injuries. Bye-bye. Peace. (laughs) <laughs> um, and uh, with injuries come uh, people stepping in. Um, you definitely want to be on top of things. Jimmy Butler, right game time decision. Guess what? He gets activated. I have him on my IL. He had thirty one and uh, he had a thirty one triple double. Right. So you gotta what? You gotta stay active. You gotta. I set an alarm for six thirty um, every day. Um, Eastern time. So that way, before that first game ticks off, I can kind of see who's going to play, who's not going to play. Smart. And sometimes uh, in ESPN, if a guy's not going to play, they'll let you put him on the IL and you can pick somebody up for the day or two. Yeah. So you got to stay, you got to stay on top of things. You can't just press the start active players for the whole week. Sometimes it puts some of your better players on the bench when you do that. I had Kate yeah. Cunningham in a situation where he had 25, eight and eight. Um, and I looked at it. That was on me, uh, but I elected to play, you know, Devonte Graham up, uh, up over him. And, 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 you know, it killed me, but, uh, yeah. but Yahoo off, you know, off simulation, they had already had him on the bench to start it. So they don't always, always put your best player in there. Mm-hmm. Um, injuries, DeAndre Hunter, uh, wrist injuries out for a long time. So, you know, keep an eye on Kevin Herter here and yep. there. Uh, OG and Anobi hit. Uh, out a while that's a, while. a huge hit because he was having a career year uh, he was he's getting better every single year everyone kind of knows that but yeah man uh Anunobi Anunobi was my pick for most most improved player and he could still he could still win that award but what's up with this verbiage a while I mean that's so <laughs> scary to hear from mm-hmm. Nick Nurse you know that's so vague a while you know like what's a while um but, you know, like the players exactly. who could definitely benefit is Chris Boucher. And I know that we have been touting him as a drop. But, hey, man, injuries create opportunity. And Chris Boucher, uh, last Friday against the Kings, he got 23 minutes. And he got 10 points, 12 boards, one steal, and two blocks. So Boucher could be coming around. Now, he, now he'll probably be inconsistent. But with, you know, he's getting the extra opportunity off the bench and he had the second most minutes off the bench last night. Uh, so he's definitely, uh, you know, if he was dropped and you need blocks, I would consider adding Chris Boucher. And uh, the word, a hey, the word is out on Gary Trent uh, Jr. He was one of the, the top waiver pickups in that first couple of weeks, but oh yeah, it's been consistent now. Uh, yep. He's given you 17 a game, uh, over two steals. 
yep. over three rebounds, uh, over two uh, three-pointers made. So if you got him, um, you're happy. And then now he's going to even play more minutes. Uh, Joe Harris is out for the Nets. Kevin Durant is day-to-day. They say it's not serious. So, you know, Kevin Durant um, owners just let's just hope that it doesn't turn into a I mean, honestly, a typical Kevin Durant season where he misses, you know, a slew of 10 games yeah. for, for certain reasons. Uh, Evan Mobley's huge punch, uh, especially for my team, two to four weeks on an elbow. Like he he only he affects winning uh, in real life, but also in your fantasy league when he gets, you know, he's swatting everything, getting steals, shooting high percentages. But the game before he went out, he went 0 for 12. And so there was definitely something going on with Evan Mobley. So they're, yeah. they're putting him on the shelf for now. Yeah. Uh, Jared Allen has a signal. Now, Luca, who, you know, leads the NBA in a usage rate at 35.2%. He's out with a sprain left knee and ankle. Oh, man. They're kind of being hush-hush about his timetable as well. But uh, we told you to pick up Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson. And, and with Luca, he's he's nice. But without Luca. He's he's really damn good. He's a top racking up assists. Yes, like yep. So, um, Jalen yeah, Brunson, guys, add him quickly as fast as you can. Uh, Kevin Porter Jr. is out with a thigh uh, injury. Um, so you've seen uh, actually Eric Gordon uh, doing pretty well in yep. that absence. Uh, Joel Embiid and Thibault are still out with COVID, but. And they'll miss a little. I think several more games. Nikola yeah. Vucevic with our COVID. It's funny that they were running the Alex Caruso starting lineup, and he had a fifteen nine and nine game. But he also had a zero point game and a four point game yesterday. So mm-hmm. I actually have him, but he's like I'm. I, I'm. Good. It's only a matter of time that I drop him. Youngest Caruso is giving me those steals. Everything else is just gravy. Yeah, I can't. I I, I go back and forth on it because yeah, he'll he had a game where he had like six steals two weeks ago. Right. But these duds, they they kill me. If I get they one hurt. more, yeah, if I get one more person coming off my IL, he's he's probably the top of my list of getting cut. Michael Porter Jr. Who knows when he'll come back? Back injury that right scary. Just, yeah, it's very scary. Uh, Jalen Brown hamstring still ain't right. Yeah. Um, uh, Kelly Olynyk, we we've talked about that and he's out for a while. Mm-hmm. Um. People to watch uh, because they got four games. Yeah, I, I cut Franz Wagner because he had two games. I thought nobody was going to touch him, and he got picked up. Jalen Suggs as well. Jalen Suggs had at twenty one. Yeah, I know. That's the game. That's the gamble. Yeah, you gotta, yeah. Like you, you put you play the game, and also like Franz Wagner, he's consistent, but he ain't going to win you the championship. Let's be honest. No. But he is definitely somebody that you love the you love definitely. the roster. So take a look at the Hawks. They got four games this week. Celtics, Hornets, Bulls, Pistons, Pacers, Lakers, Grizzlies, Bucks, T-Wolves, Pelicans, Magic. So those two guys that I kind of dropped, they both got scooped up quick. Uh, the yeah. Jazz, the Wizards, uh, who only had two last week. So same thing with the Magic. So those owners mm-hmm. uh, will benefit this week. Yeah. Uh, Nets, Cavs, Warriors. These are teams with three games this week. Rockets, Clippers, Heat, Knicks, Thunder, 76ers, Blazers, Spurs, Raptors, and those poor Mavs and Nuggets owners Oof. only have two games this week, which Luka Doncic fans are probably happy about that they'll right. get some time to rest and not really cost them too much in the standings as they're having a a, a sneaky solid season under new head coach uh, Jason Kidd. That's right. Oh, and, and um, Jokic missed. Jokic uh, just missed, and um, so you know, I guess the, the Nuggets uh, fans, yeah, are a little, a little, a little happy because you know we 
it's very widely stated. He did not miss a game last year. So he didn't miss a game for the past three years. He's an Iron Man. So this model really of consistency. Weird. Right. Oh, there man. you go. It's an Iron Man. Yeah. So on the way out, we want to give a shout out for our players of the week. My guy. I mean, Giannis oh, Antetokounmpo coming back again. Uh, Against OKC yesterday, he had 21 points, 19 rebounds, 7 assists, 2 steals, 4 blocks. He's on my fantasy team. I drafted him right before Steph Curry, so I really couldn't have gone wrong. That was the only two people that were kind of con- considering this position. But, I mean, Giannis being able to be power forward center eligible was kind of no-brainer. But in the Lakers, and I definitely want to hear your opinion on this, he had 47 points on 18-23 shooting, 9 rebounds, 3 assists, 3 three-pointers, and he made Anthony Davis look – not average, but looked yeah. like he was in a different tier group. And I it's it's hard for me as a Lake fan to see that type of separation. But Giannis is so here. If he's not the best player in the league, uh, you can make your argument for for Kevin Durant, but he is just he just continues to get better. Look at this guy. Giannis is so dominant, it's ridiculous. I love watching him play, and you know, you know. What's funny is that he had an incredible game, 47 points, nine boards, and three assists. But he even had, um, in terms of points leagues, he had a better game last Friday against OKC. It's just that he didn't shoot well, but he had 21 points, 19 boards, seven assists, four blocks, and two steals. I mean, this dude is a true unicorn beast, all right? The Greek freak, man. Uh, I have him in all of my leagues. I am so happy. He's killing it for me. And if you have him, oh man, ride his coattails to that championship. Um, shout out uh James Hard that who benefited from K- KD not playing yesterday. I think he had 38, 12 and 8 yesterday. So anybody, yep. any James Harden um fans out there. I mean, honestly, it's like the, the beginning of the season. That's kind of a toss-up. Do you go with Harden? Do you go with Giannis? Um, Harden's just been that spectacular of a fantasy contributor uh, yeah. the past, you know, five seasons, and and it, that's kind of almost uh, out of Kevin Durant not playing. That's a positive that not only did your team get a win the Nets, um, but that you see James Harden playing some some dominant basketball. So yes, shout out Harden there. doesn't miss games too, so it's nice. Yeah. So uh, Jacob, anything you want to plug on the way out here? Oh, man, just want to plug. If you guys play fantasy football, we got to start sit show tomorrow morning uh, at 11 a.m. Eastern. But guys, let's get after week six. All right. Let's get after all these waivers. All right. Let's win you week six, one week at a time. All right. And as I messed up on my graphic up there where it says week five, um, (laughs) those are the main guys that we're looking at. I'm going to finish on a little plug talk. We are a proud member of Fantasy Points Media Platform, as you saw at the beginning of the show. Please tune in to the Triple Play Fantasy Podcast each and every week for baseball, football, basketball. Our Triple Play Fantasy YouTube channel is also dropping content every day. This includes Super Fantasy Bros with our buddy right here, Jacob and Kevin. Between the scenes with Marty and Mac. Uh, that's just to name a few. D. Mindy of the Baseball Pod interviewed former Twins, Nationals, Giants outfielder Denard Spin. Really great conversation as David 
he goes a little fanboy on us, but that's okay. Yeah, that's his favorite true. player. But like, that's why we're here. That's why we do this. Uh, so we can talk to people that we never thought we could dream of. Check yeah. us out on Twitter, on IG, at Trip Play Fantasy. Shout out to the Doc, Lil Cheesecake, Brad Sadamas, and everyone on the Triple Play Fantasy team that keeps this engine running. Like always, stay safe. Continue to love the game of basketball like we do. And feel free to share with friends, comment on our videos, hit a subscribe or like button for the team.